live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh, the Alamo. Oh, he's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness, how does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition, Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley esports product. Welcome to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and someone who really enjoyed Mario 64 much more as a memory than the version included in the 3D All-Stars. Me, James Campbell. Oh, no. It's not living up to the expectations. What is it about it? Because I camera angles. Okay. See, because I I watched a few videos on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I know that, again, it was the 64 generation, so it's not great graphics. Well, you have to, it was the first one. I know. Like, that's like getting mad at the light bulb Edison invented. But trust me, the nostalgia is real. It's all great and awesome, but I can't accomplish anything because I can't get the camera angles under control. It drives me nuts. Oh, because you're not playing on an N64 yes. controller anymore. Correct. That's probably the big. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it makes the game much more difficult. Counter Strike Global Offensive, or CSGO as it's known, is going through a major cheating scandal. We're talking some entire teams have been let go because of it. We'll let you know what exactly is going on there in just a bit, because the next generation of consoles is just around the corner and out the gate. Microsoft has seemed fairly weak in terms of big news and excitement in regards to their next-gen releases, but that has changed after some pretty big announcements they've made over the past weeks. But is it enough for Microsoft to gain a solid foothold? That is where we're going to get started. The next-gen season of consoles is approaching quickly, with both Microsoft and Sony about to launch their new consoles in a little over a month. For a while, it seemed like the Sony PS5 was going to be the console to own after some lackluster announcements from Xbox. But for the first time, Sony has not blown Microsoft out of the water. Plus, hot off the heels of a big announcement that Microsoft has bought a huge video game developer, the next generation of Xbox is finally looking like a contender. Robbie, can Microsoft make a comeback this generation? It is entirely possible. And honestly, this is actually something that I predicted a few years ago when they first started buying up a bunch of these developers. You know, obviously, most recently it was Bethesda. Uh, they also know, own uh, uh, Ninja Theory and uh, a few other ones. I think Microsoft Studios now encapsulates like 22 or 23 different studios. Wow. Now, when they first started doing this back during the Xbox One era, that was when they had literally no games, like, like especially compared to what? PlayStation had, right? Unless you just wanted to play Halo, like, what was the real reason for getting an Xbox? And I had said back then that technically, if if they can commit right now to getting a bunch of these studios lined up in their pockets, then a generation, maybe two generations down the line, then they'll start to have, you know, the, the, the IPs and the titles that we think of, you know, when we look at, like, Sony. And you predicted all this looking into your crystal ball. Yes. Exactly. Wow. Now, on top of that, too, as far as, like, being a consumer-friendly brand goes, you know, I know that we're like, oh, why put all these on PC? No one wants to buy your consoles. But as a consumer, you cannot argue with how great something like Game Pass is. I mean, I mean, it's it's Netflix for games. That's what it is. Instead of having to worry about spending $60 every time you want a game... Now for 15 bucks a month, you have access to all of them. And what I didn't expect, and and, uh, Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, has said, is that Bethesda games, at least Bethesda games, when they come out, day one release... On Game Pass. 
they'll be on Game Pass. Wow, that's so huge. That's first day, right there. Huge. And that's that's the big thing is the the gripe that everybody had about Game Pass was like, oh great, I get to play all the old games, yeah. and I get to play games six seven months after they come out. Because that was one of my biggest deals. Yeah, there. like it would take it would come late to Game Pass by announcing that it's like, oh, we heard you complaining about it. Mm-hmm. There you go, fixed. Day one games out of the gate. It's now a competitor to like what Sony is positioning their stuff as is like get the best games the day that they launch whatever you want yep. we've got it so now if you don't have a pc the reason to get an xbox isn't necessarily because they have better games but now if i want to play all the you know games that they, they come out day of instead of spending 60 dollars per game mm-hmm. the day they come out it's just the one flat monthly fee it's almost like a buy before you can try it before you buy it it's hard to get the game pass you that. play the game if you decide you love it you absolutely have to have a physical copy of it you can then go out and buy it yeah the, the way that I explained it to somebody over the weekend is like now it's the battle lines have been drawn Sony wants to make their money by you buying 60 70 dollar games maybe like once a month once every other month something like that Xbox is content to go yo give us 15 dollars until you you kick the bucket and you're dead and you can play <laughs> whatever games we have we don't care how often you know what I mean like because you may spend more money in a short term on Sony for those long term customers that are always going to do Xbox stuff it's now forever money and I I actually I have to say look if you are doing Game Pass and and I I forget the exact price off the top of my head but it's it's about 15-ish a month or something like that you're looking at $180 a year for that and if you buy a whole year it's probably cheaper right well plus if you finance a new Xbox it's it's included in your monthly payments it's even cheaper but that is the equivalent of three full price games at $60. I absolutely will buy more than three games a year. Mm-hmm. So Game Pass is, without a doubt, a way better deal than buying games at retail. You think that could period. be one of the best values in gaming at the moment? It, or has, soon? it has to yeah, be. Uh-huh. like that's, I feel like Xbox finally just... I mean, we were worried about it to begin with, but I feel like Xbox finally realized we're not going to be able to beat them by like out-competing them. Just undercut them on price, and that's how we're going to win. All right, well, there's a taste of some of the what, what the next generation of Xbox consoles will be able to offer gamers. Now, some of these recent announcements have actually caused PS5 fanboys to change teams and are now considering spending their money on a next-gen Xbox. We want to hear from you if you fall into that category. Have these recent Xbox announcements changed your mind? Give us a call at one 557 we We'll take your calls in just a moment because now it's time for this. Time is up. Oh, my God. Checkpoint XP's close shave. Watch it at CheckpointXP.com. The close shave of the week comes to us from the showdown of the weekend that happened at the League of Legends World Tournament. And with the hopes and dreams of all North America on their shoulders, Team Liquid took on Mad Lions in a series that Liquid was supposed to fall flat on their faces in, but somehow pulled it out behind insane performances by Broxa and Impact. Check out the impact of this single play by Impact that flipped the entire series on its head, helping Liquid take a 2-0 record through the weekend. Impact dives in. Death Realm used on Arome. Shadow's in the right position here. Does have the flash if he wants to dive forward. Mad Lions. Continuing just to push Team Liquid back. Impact. Arrow comes out. Cordy J stunned through the quickness. Zenith Blade going out as Kazi flashes away from the quickness on the back line. Shadow diving in. They're trying to get Impact. They're trying to get Cordy J. They've got one. Impact able to flash away. Tactical. Opening up with the spray and pray. And look at what the rat can do. Two quick kills to Team Liquid. And Mad Lions have to walk away. Jensen's Rooney's still level. looking for it. Destiny in over on the side. He has the ghost to try and chase them down. Mad Lions. They're in trouble. Gold card locked onto Kaiser. The wild cards come out and Boxer takes the kill. Next up on the menu is Jensen Furome. He answers with one, but it's a 3v2 in favor of Team Liquid and Boxer still hits the kill.
take. All right, great play there by Impact, helping Liquid take that lead over the weekend. Remember, if you ever miss a close shave of the week, you can find them posted over at CheckpointXP.com. Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the game. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We were just talking about how some of the recent Microsoft announcements have some gamers changing their minds as to which next-gen console they want to buy. We want to hear from you on this topic. Has your opinion of Xbox changed? Let us know at 1-833-557-0974. We want to hear from you on this topic. Has your opinion of Xbox changed? Let us know at 1-833-557-0974. We have Ray joining us on the phone lines right now. Hey, how's it going? I'm just uh, giving a call in from Brooklyn, and I figured you guys were having a good conversation about the Xbox. Just wanted to throw in my opinions. Well, uh, to be perfectly honest, I, I, do, I do console gaming. I'm more of a PC gamer at heart itself, okay. but when I do console game, I would have to say, to be perfectly honest, I do do more Sony gameplay mm-hmm. on a console itself. That's not to say I don't use anything with the Xbox, you know, Game Pass on my PC itself. So what do you think about all the changes that uh, Xbox has currently come out with? I mean, obviously, you know, uh, between the Game Pass, you know, being competitive with Sony, it seems like they're kind of starting to step their game up a little bit. Do you think it's going to work out for them? I will definitely say that as far as the Game Pass goes, it shows that they're willing to do some things different, which is quite honestly something that Microsoft has needed to do as a company for quite a while because they've done a lot of things the same and you know monotony basically just gets well monotonous <laughs> it you don't want to like just keep you know doing the same thing over and over again like uh i i will say that maybe the acquisition of bethesda was kind of a good thing to do because the xbox really to me you know as, as a console player it's more of a halo box than anything at this particular point <laughs> uh halo box. I, w- I i will however say that like while they are making some interesting changes uh I wish they would kind of change up their marketing quite a bit because their marketing game has never, ever changed, I'd say, within the last 10 years. And it really is kind of depressing. This is coming from a person that used to work at one of their uh, retail uh, stores as a technician. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for your call, Ray. We appreciate it. Not a problem. Looking forward to hearing from you guys again in your next show. All right, Ray. Thanks for listening. And we have The Lost Drake joining us on the phone line. The Lost Drake. Has your opinion on the Xbox hello, hello. changed? Uh, has it changed uh, in in beta as as the system coming out, or if or specs, or are you talking about games? What what are you referring to? So it, it seems like at least when you look back through you know the past few years, you know whether it's uh, E3 showcases or you know big uh, uh, announcements like the next generation here, it seems like Sony tends to pull a little bit ahead of Microsoft. But at least recently, you know, with the Series X coming out, Game Pass, and all that, it seems like they're starting to make up a little bit of ground. So you know, what do you think the future of uh, the Xbox console sort of looks like? I mean, honestly, if you want my honest opinion about it, um, I've always been a hard believer in the games are what makes the console, mm-hmm. not the console itself. Um, and I am a firm believer of, you know, what great content is going to come out. And right now, it, it looks like Xbox is making all the correct moves to be able to provide not only the best quality games, but also give us at a much better value than PlayStation is. So right now, I mean, I already have both of them pre-ordered. I have a PlayStation 5 and an ooh, Xbox One ooh. X, and and uh, I'm ready to go. Uh, now, the so, question, the so, question yeah. I have is, what one, do, do you own one or two current-gen systems? Like, what do you currently have? 
All right. Well, thank you, Lost Drake, for your time today. We appreciate it. After being canceled this May, one of gaming's biggest showcase conventions announces that they're going virtual in early 2021. We'll let you know who will be moving the festivities online in just a bit because ahead next... A major cheating scandal in the Counter-Strike global offensive community. Now, this is huge. Entire teams have been let go because of it. What is going on in the professional CSGO world? Find out next on Checkpoint XP. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh, my God. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. I'm James Campbell, and along with me is Robbie Landis, and one of the broadcasters for the Hooptown NBA 2K20 Tournament, Weird beard. It was the most odd experience I've ever had in my life of having to professionally talk basketball. Yeah. Like, because I'm, dude, stick me in video games and I can at least kind of BS my way through it. it like, <laughs> was it just you and one other guy? Me and one other guy. That's all Ooh. we had to call an entire NBA 2K tournament. That's so, crazy. Give us a little bit of background. So where, so where were you? Uh, so I went out to Boise, Idaho. Beautiful um, Boise. Yes, but we actually were broadcast. It's an online tournament, so people were from all over the, the country. Okay. Um, but it was being broadcast out of Spokane. So we, we went to Boise and then like beamed it through like lasers and space magic all the way over to Spokane. <laughs> the, the powers of space magic. Yeah, whatever happened. I don't know. But like I got to go to Boise State's eSport Arena. They have an entire oh, wow. giant building and arena. Dedic- are always so impressive Dude. to see. Like the first thing, I, I know the first thing that went through your head. Man, if only they had stuff like this when I was in school. Oh, yes. oh really? You get that feeling, huh? It was yes. so, it was it's so, so good. unfair. Um, but we so they in Spokane they have like a three on three basketball tournament, mm-hmm. and this year they decided to hold an NBA two K tournament where they were giving away over five thousand dollars in prizes, nice, and two thousand dollars to the grand prize winner of the elite bracket. So they had like high school kids and and like anybody could play, and then the elite was like you had to be invited. to Come so the elite, stuff. I'm assuming these are like semi-pro yes. players or are these like celebrities? Uh, semi-pro players. Okay. So, yeah, like it was it was interesting. Um, and he, let's actually play a small clip so you can hear how uh, goofy I sound when, right. <laughs> when I do actual like basketball casting. Russell Westbrook, West, Westbrook, Westbrook. Could, Westbrook is on fire in this game as well. He seems to be carrying his team on his back, trying to put him back in this game. Down by one right now with four and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. Oh, man. Harding all by his lonesome gets the green right there and is able to put that one in. Houston with the lead. 420 to go. And right now, for the first time in what seems like an eternity, Houston has an opportunity. So it was fun, and I think uh, the the craziest thing is that one guy dominated the competition. He scored over 100 points in wow. every game he played. Every game. Every game. He had one of his opponents quit with like Ooh. with like four minutes left in the match, and you know if they quit oh, when there's two thousand dollars on the line, like they're yeah. officially like mad I, look, about look, it. I've I've been in some matches, you know, whether it's been Overwatch or Apex or whatever. I've been in matches where I've I've, I've wanted to quit out before, but but you play it out anyway, right? Don't give them the satisfaction because well, I don't think there's any greater satisfaction in gaming than knowing you've beat somebody so bad they just walk away. And yeah, the, the worst part is that this was broadcast on, like, television. Like, we had over 12,000 viewers. We made it to the front page of Twitch. We were on TV stations all over the area. That's awesome, and so, But no, because this guy quit in front of all of those people of getting his ass beat. And it's like, oh, God, like, you're going to... Well, you look like a big baby on a national level yeah. there. It was fun. I mean, like... It was cool being able to go out there, hang out, uh, you know, Adam, the guy that I casted with, Doc Haskell, who runs the Boise E-State uh, eSports program, um, you know, and uh, Steve Walker from KHQ. All kinds of fun people uh, made, like, just a fun event. And uh, it was weird, too, because it 
it feels like radio in that you're just BSing in between instead of songs, the games. Like you just kind of talk about whatever. At mm-hmm. one point, there the gorilla was dancing in the game, and ah. we, were, we were like, "Oh no, hey, that's that's us." And, you know, we had a dance competition in the middle of like trying to be professional broadcasters. Gotcha. Speaking well, of dancing, I heard you uh, caught up on an old pastime playing a little dance game over the weekend. I did. I actually got to be able to play uh, Dance Dance Revolution for the first time in like it, forever, especially like during a pandemic. It was probably stupid because you hold the the, the dance bar and everything like oh. that. But. So, so how out of shape are you? Uh, fairly out of shape, but the only reason I did it was because my license expired, so I couldn't drink. So everybody else was drinking and, you know, like hanging out oh, and stuff, no, and I had to be guy. like... Great, I'm just going to sit here and sip my water. I might as well go play Dance Dance Revolution for a little bit instead. So, it is actually cool. Now, now that you've done this, uh, two out of three of the Checkpoint XP hosts are like official casters for I've e-sports. got tape, so yeah. next up we got to find something that James... Oh, boy, we got to get James casting Hold something. Hold on, do you think that there's... Are there Realm Royale tournements? Do they still exist? I Whoa. feel like people play real Battle Royales. When they probably do, but you guys don't realize I used to cast for... Uh, a minor uh, professional wrestling league. So, Ooh, weird. Yeah. I was the last okay. one in. That's yeah. three out of three now. Yeah, so if we're going to have the wiener measuring contest, <laughs> I'm going to be right a part of this party, guys. From the high highs, an absolute monster, to the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. For this week's Nailed It and Failed It, we're going to get things started with the Nailed It. Now, most people can barely play and beat huge games like Mario Odyssey when it's just a normal playthrough. But European speedrunner assembly Corona Relief speedrunner Peking Boo decided to make it a little bit harder. He actually completed the game Super Mario Odyssey in 1 hour, 27 minutes, and 30 seconds, all while only using a dance pad like you would use normally when you play a game like Dance Dance Revolution. That is Insane. <laughs> yeah, and get listen to how quote unquote excited he is when he finally beats it. So, like I said, time is coming up when they all fly away. And time. We did it. That's it. You just beat an entire massive <laughs> huge game and just like, hey, I'm so good at this. Just, we did it. Whatever. Who cares? Oh, yeah, go wow. team. We did it. I mean, look, in order to speed run and beat it that well, I mean, that fast, he, he, he he's practiced this, right? Uh, probably until his feet have bled from having to do it over and over and over again. Oh, that's still, that's that's insanity. You can actually see the entire video if you go over to our website at CheckpointXP.com. It, like, if you just want to feel bad about yourself and how bad you are at playing video people games. People like me who can barely play a video game using the traditional <laughs> yeah. input devices, and this guy's playing it on a dance pad. Well, there's your Nailed It. Make sure you go check it out over at CheckpointXP.com, and make sure you stay tuned for our Failed It portion of the Nailed It and Failed It, which you'll hear coming up in the next hour. Get in the game. What are we witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. A major cheating scandal has rocked the Counter-Strike global offensive community, and it is so bad, entire teams have been let go because of it. 
Weird Beard, what is going on in the professional CSGO world? So this is something that's been dis- uh, like kind of just coming to fruition over the past month, month and a half or so, ever since it was discovered that there was an exploit that could be used as a cheat within the game of Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Now, was, is, is, is this the thing that inspired you to once ask us, if you were a CSGO professional and you knew people were cheating, would you out them? That's exactly what it is. And I said yes, and you said no? Yeah. The, and now they're all being banned because of it? The coaches are being banned, and it's all because of uh so like what you can do is you can take the camera and you can look at a different part of the map if you're the coach right this would allow you to get all kinds of information that you'd be able to you know so like coaches could do some recon kind yeah of. exactly and you're not allowed to do that you're only ah. supposed to be able to see what your own players can see you know what i mean otherwise it's cheating um and yeah it's it's come out we now have 35 coaches as of the oh, time of this recording wow. that are being banned for a the low end is three months the high end is 22 months wow um, three months not long enough yeah it should at least be like a season i mean it kind of because again this is this is seen huge ripple effects MIBR made in Brazil which was a they were originally going to IEM New York right like a big major tournament they've been kicked out because they lost all their Completely points from out. it yes okay. as the, well the they te- all should be the team is dissolved because the coach got fired two of their big players Taco so the whole and Fur organization got fired is just gone yeah and it's wow. not just small B tier like teams that are doing this. This isn't like, you know, the pickup leagues that happen to do this on the weekend. This is all Tom Brady teams. This is this, FaZe this is Clan, Midges like, like, and Pajamas. Oh, uh, uh, was it the Astros who were like, uh, yes. yeah, it's like that well, banging the trash cans. Yes. This yeah. is on the level of banging the trash cans and, for pitches. But more than just one team. It'd be the same as if like the entire NL, right, actually did the cheating wow. and whatnot. It's crazy because some of these teams actually had upwards of 16 offenses, meaning in 16 different matches, they cheated and it was tracked because, again, the, Valve has now gone How'd through... How they get away with this? Valve has now gone I mean, obviously through they didn't, but. over... Well, they have 900,000 matches that they're analyzing. All these punishments have come out of only analyzing 20% of the matches so far. So, like... Yeah, like they've said. Is there going to be a team that did not cheat? Is my question at this point. Maybe because it's coming down to like they said in their statement that they released Monday morning. Like, hey, we think that most of the cheating that did happen was in the twenty percent that we've reviewed. Okay, um, but it's still like it's at, and what's what's really salty is that on the uh, the sanction outcomes sheet that uh, the the governing body, essentially like the MLB commissioner of CS:GO, put out is they started, so they listed the team, how many times they did it, and then they put the score of what the score was at the start of the round and what the round ended at. So like they were like, obviously, look, every single time we're accusing you, you happen to win that game. There's nobody on here mm, that okay. used the cheating. And, that, and then lost. And then lost. And it's just like, oh, that's so... The like The audacity to yeah. do that. That's, oh my God. Anyone who gets off with just like a few months, you, you mean, deserve way there's, more There's that. a guy in here from uh, Hard Legion. He had 16 different matches that he did this in. He was a tier one aggravated offense and it reached all the way... Some of these reach all the way back to 2017. Oh, wow. So, like, this isn't for a while. Yeah, this isn't just like a, oh, in the past month, these people have done it. All the way back to 2017, this bug has been exploited. That this, 
that it went this long without this coming out. But that's why when I asked, like, if you knew somebody was going with yes. doing this for two years and nobody has said anything and it's an open secret, are you going to be the one person who's like, yes. hey, everybody knows this is going on, but, you know, you, you, I'm going to be Stop the one to blow cheating. the whistle. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. You would have been in position to reveal this. You're still not sure if you would have revealed it. You, that's a lot of people that have been involved. You're not pissing off just like some of the people on your team. 35 teams would Don't be mad cheat. at you. Well, can't the people that maybe knew something, can they just play, plead ignorant? Can they pretend like they didn't really know what was going yeah, on? Yeah, whistleblow no. it like, you know, incognito or something. No, because they're the coaches that did it. It's not a player and then they hit it from their team. If a coach all of a sudden says, Man, hey, I know worse. that there's nobody that's at A, go more. there. How, how do you have any respect for your coach when he's like, guess what? We're That's some Cobra Kai level stuff right there man all right coming up what new games are hitting stores this october well we'll run down the big name titles you should definitely keep your eyes open for this month in just a bit because ahead next one of gaming's biggest showcase conventions is going virtual we'll let you know who will be moving the festivities online when checkpoint xp returns Stop blowing my mind. we're rolling with continuous esports on the only show for esports and video games this is gonna be absolute madness for extra tokens, we've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. You're listening to me, James Campbell, as well as Weird Beard, and someone who was very upset about the way the comic books depicted the addition of the Fortnite world to the Marvel's mythos, Robbie Landis. All right, yes. Uh, so, uh, for, all right, if you don't know, because we've talked about it, so if you don't know that uh, Fortnite is basically all Marvel all the time right now, you're li- living under a little bit of a rock. Mm-hmm. But the way that they did it, the way that they, like, in the comic world kind of showed this is at the end of one of the Thor comics, he goes into the Fortnite world, and he's like, hey, Galactus is showing up, we got to fight back. And then it's like, to be continued... In dun, 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 Fortnite. Oh, this is a this so, got to make you mad. So, it, like, it's not even you're not even gonna get like a, an actual proper ending because the next door is just gonna, I guess, pick up from wherever. And it's like, oh yeah, if you want to figure out what happened, go, go play, play Fortnite. Fortnite. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was a little lame. But if you want to hear more about what I think of comic book uh, news and uh, opinions and stuff like that, head over to checkpointxp.com or if you get your podcast and look for the other identity. One of gaming's biggest showcase conventions, BlizzCon, was supposed to happen this November. But like most large gatherings, it had to be canceled due to COVID-19. But fear not, because BlizzCon has just announced they're going virtual in early 2021. Robbie, what's the deal with this? Uh, honestly, th- this kind of surprises me a little bit, but I guess also doesn't. So uh, you mentioned you know, BlizzCon being one of the biggest uh, uh, gaming conventions. What's unique about BlizzCon is they were one of the first companies to really pull everything that they do out of the you know the big conventions like E3, Tokyo Game Show, Gamescon, mm-hmm. and basically just did their own showing. Like they took the ball year. and they said, we're going to take it to our own place yeah. and we're and, doing our own show. And so every year, all of their announcements always come out of BlizzCon. They also do stuff like the Overwatch World Cup, uh, but obviously due to COVID, nothing's happening this and year. And some of the people who might not be familiar, what are some of the games associated with Overwatch, Blizz- Diablo, uh, World of Warcraft. All I big, mean, huge franchises. They have big franchises And, and the, it's not only just the franchises, like Blizzard is a part of Activision as well, mm-hmm. or Activision is part of... At- yeah. Well, it's one of the two. Activision like, they're arm in arm. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, remember, like, you don't just get... 
like it may be all Blizzard games, but they also set the tone for everything else that they're doing. If they go, hey, this is going to be a banner year, they're going to dump everything that they have from every company in. Now, this is why this was surprising, is the past few years, uh, there's been more controversy than excitement that has come out of the BlizzCons. And so I think a lot of people thought that with them canceling BlizzCon this year, that it was a little bit of like a boon for Blizzard, because now they could take a year off, probably weren't going to have a lot of big announcements anyway, and now they have an excuse to do so. Let me play you a quick, uh, the clip that's most remembered for a BlizzCon going wrong was them talking about a Diablo mobile game and the reaction that people had to that. Uh, are there any, uh, yeah, this, this, the current plan is to be on mobile, both uh, Android and iOS. Uh, we don't have any plans at the moment to do uh, PC. Ooh, they're not happy. Do you guys not have phones? Yeah, you guys all have phones. Like, BlizzCon has gone very poorly for them sometimes. <laughs> yes, but I think the reason this surprised me is because, again, uh, you know, we're going to have a, a World of Warcraft expansion that's coming out, but you know, uh, this month, later in October. Uh, so maybe we'll get word on some more Diablo 4. I think that the only way that this ends up a success is they have to announce the, at least the date for Overwatch 2. If they don't do that, like that's what people are craving for right now, if there is not a release date for Overwatch 2, then BlizzCon Online will go just as bad as that clip did. Yes. You're calling it right now. Yep. Either Overwatch it, 2 or bust. Listen, because much, the, the I much. do not let me speak for the Overwatch fan base that I think yeah, Robbie be represents. don't, because Robbie will let But, you. like, they, Blizzard is on Overwatch fans' last nerve at this point, and they need the only way to get out of the doghouse and stop sleeping on the couch is to actually announce Overwatch 2. If That's you don't fair. do that, it's a, it's a waste of your time. That's fair. You teased us okay. goodbye. Any other predictions of what we might be able to expect? Oh, uh, you'll probably get a Hearthstone expansion yes. as well. And that's um, like the Magic the Gathering type yep, yep, card the, game the card that game. they have? Yeah, but other than that, I'm, I'm not really sure what else we should really expect from this. So it'll be interesting to see what, what happens. Hmm. Interesting to see what, uh, what it all boils down to uh, in February of 2021. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. We were just talking about how BlizzCon has decided to take their convention virtual in February of 2021. Well, while we were speaking on BlizzCon, co-founder of Blizzard Entertainment has made a big announcement about his future with the company and some of his plans down the road. Robbie, should fans of Blizzard Entertainment Games be worried? <laughs> well, first of all, yes, but that's a completely different story. Uh, so the guy you're talking <laughs> about, uh, co-founder of Blizzard and former president of Blizzard, uh, Mike Morheim, uh, he actually uh, retired. He stepped down as president back in 2018, and he has now just confirmed that he is creating a new studio called Dreamhaven, and he is joined by the StarCraft II lead designer, uh, Dustin Browder, WarCraft III producer, uh, Chris Segetti, Hearthstone production director, uh, Jason Chase, and the original Hearthstone game director Eric Dodds I mean he's essentially setting up what is going to end up hopefully being Blizzard 2.0 and I think for me more than anything what this says right the co-founder CEO of Blizzard Entertainment right he, he created this thing from the ground up was with them for you know what, what 20 30 30 years I think and then he finally retires from Blizzard but he didn't actually retire he obviously still wants to make games I think that says more about what's happening at Blizzard than it does anything else, right? Because they were bought out by uh, Activision, I think, 10 years ago. Yep. 
And then once he stepped down, that's when all these controversies started to happen. So it really seems like like Morheim was the one kind of like holding back the floodgate, and he lasted as long as he could, and now he's off doing his own thing. Uh, you know, it kind of sucks for people who who have been fans of Blizzard, you know, for so long. But it's really exciting to see, you know, that that he's not done yet. That that him and a bunch of these other visionary minds still want to bring games, you know, to gamers. The tone out of it though was big middle fingers. You know what I mean? Like it was not like, hey, you know, I just so happened to do another project. It was like. Hey, if you're sick of dealing with those jerks over there, like we're starting new stuff over here, baby. Yeah, like, okay. any word on what kind of games could possibly come in? Uh, not out of that? yet, not yet. So far, all we know uh, is that they're working on some stuff. But they haven't given any hints to what it is or or what we could, you know, expect out of it. And I mean, even when you look at Blizzard, look at everything that that, that they've done. From you know, uh, uh, Warcraft was obviously their first big hit, which is like your tactical, you know, real-time strategy sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then eventually that turned into World of Warcraft, a massively multiplayer online game. And Overwatch was originally supposed to be another MMO like World of Warcraft, but then ended up getting spun into sort of this, you know, hero-based arena shooter. You have a card game that they do, uh, you know, uh, uh, the MOBAs like League of Legends and Dota. That actually spawned out of a fan-made uh, um, uh, mod for uh, Warcraft 3, wasn't yes. it? So, I mean, so many different games spun out of what Blizzard has created. It, it's It's... It's impossible to tell you what sort of game they might be looking to create first. Yeah, I mean, it's like, because they now have free reign, right? Like, this is not a, a scrappy startup company that's trying to, you know, they have to make a game that they know fits into the mold of what people are already yeah, going to buy. These are seasoned veterans that kind of know what they're doing. They, they, they get to call the shots of what they want to do, how they want to do it, and they are... They should Look, count on people buying it just because of who they that's are. That's fair. Lightning rarely strikes twice, so I don't want to say that, that whatever Dreamhaven makes, they're going to come out and like change the face of gaming again. But whatever they end up coming out with, don't expect it to be like anything you've seen so far. Overall, hopeful or doubtful? Oh no, absolutely yes, yeah, super it's, hopeful. Yeah, it, it looks the sun, the future looks rosy for them, but you know it's going to be down to actually making something. You can make as many guesses as you want until you have a game like it's just guesses. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, excited to see what comes out of the the new project over there by the the former co-founder, right? Co- former That's right, yep. Former co-founder of Blizzard Entertainment there. Now, is there a new contender in the cloud gaming market? Are you not quite sure what exactly cloud gaming is? Well, you're not alone. We'll have Robbie and Weirdbeard bring us all up to speed in just a bit. Because coming up next, we're going to run down the new games that are hitting stores this month. And there's a lot of good ones. Lots of good ones. We'll let you know which games you should keep your eyes open for when we get back here on Checkpoint XP. <laughs> Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date Calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Overwatch League is drawing towards its exciting finale this year. In a year marred by COVID-19, the best teams in the world will be making their way to South Korea for the finals. Teams that qualify will need to quarantine for two weeks before being allowed to compete at the beginning of October. The LCS summer split has drawn to a close, and with teams now qualified, we are officially on the road to Worlds. This year's event will be taking place in a bubble in Shanghai, as teams from all over the world will remain in quarantine throughout the month of October. Vietnam has elected not to participate. ESL Season 12 has officially kicked off in Counter-Strike Global Offensive. All matches this season will be played online due to ongoing concerns with, you guessed it, COVID-19. Qualifiers for the RLCS X Fall Major will be going on throughout the month of September. No word yet on when the Fall Major itself will take place. The November 6th Siege Major has been replaced by a regional competition that will be held online. North American competition starts November 13th. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website at CheckpointXP.com. Get in the game. What are we 
witnessing the number one esports and video game radio show, Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging the weird beard, Robbie Landis, and someone who regrets buying an additional controller so he can play against his fiance in WWE 2K Battlegrounds, me. James Campbell. Oh no! You, yep. you losing? I'm losing. Oh, you losing, no. son? I'm losing. Yeah. Is your fiance just a better gamer? I than think you? she is. Yes, she is far superior in many of the games, at least that I own for the Switch. Oh, every time buddy. I think I'm going to dominate, I plug in the controller. Mm. And I get smoked. And she does it like without practicing or anything either. She just picks it up naturally and just whoof, just goes. Correct. Yes. Yep. I get spanked. Your girl. I your girlfriend's a gamer. He, he's just like <laughs> get spanked. He's just so defeated yep. right now. He doesn't even know what he's saying. He's just like I. Uh, I yep. suck. Want to play WWE 2K <laughs> Battlegrounds? <laughs> Not anymore, sweetheart. All right, well, October is here. We are in a, inside of a brand new month. There's tons of new games coming out. It might be kind of hard to figure out which games you should kind of pay attention to, but we did all the homework for you, so we're going to run down the biggest gaming releases of October. All right, yeah, that's right. Starting right here at the start, October 1st, Super Mario Bros. for the 35th anniversary. This is the Battle Royale one that we talked about. Oh, this is the Mario Brothers Battle Royale? Yes. Oh, So yes. you're going to be able to compete. Against, it's just like Tetris 99, but Mario. So the idea is the better you do, you can send like extra Goombas to somebody else's screen. Or like giant uh, blocks to smash them. Or if you do well, you can take coins from other people. Oh, this if, might be a game I could be my fiance in. Yeah. Don't get ahead of yourself. Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's a limited release. It's the same thing with the uh, Mario 3D All-Stars. They're doing it all the way until March, and then it'll be gone forever. Now, is this a physical copy you can actually buy, or does this no, just be a download? you can only download it okay. within that time. Outside of okay. that, and the server shut down after they stopped Gotta make it. sure I get online and download that. Yep, this weekend. Also, we're gonna see Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time for the PS4 and the Xbox One. You plan on picking this up, Weird Beard? Um... I don't know. I'm torn. I'm half torn on this because, like, I really like Crash Bandicoot, and it looks good, too. It does. It All the stuff that like, they've changed, it doesn't yes. just seem like it's another Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, it looks like the too, natural progression. Like, in, like the graphics yeah. seem like they've stepped it up a huge notch. But I'll say, like, platformers have really fallen out of vogue for, like, companies to make in the past little while. And then when the people who made Banjo-Kazooie made Ukulele, uh, that was supposed to be, like, a, the next big platforming game – Fell flat on its face and wasn't received very well. I'm I'm hesitant to commit to another platform. Now, when you're calling these platformers, can you explain like what? That's like where you uh, you jump you just jump around on things and have to collect things and go through the levels. Oh, so like, you're like jumping from platform to, to platform. platform. Yeah, it's okay. it's not you don't have any guns or anything like that. It's not a shooter. It's just like a Jack and Daxter or. Speaking yeah. of guns and shooters, though, Ooh. Star Wars Squadron for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One is also out this weekend. You picking it up, James? I think so. This is the one that they're saying could become like an esport, like a Star Wars <laughs> esport. Yeah, apparently we'll see. It looks cool. Too. This is another yeah. game that I, I'm not as into Star Wars as you are, James. Dude, this is the one where I'm getting, I'm, I'm going to buy the game and I'm going to play it with the VR headset and I'm going to pretend like I live inside this X-wing ship. Yeah, you, you let me know if you play this on stream at yeah. all, and I'll join you on stream. We'll squad up for it. Sounds good. Uh, on October 16th, the Mario Kart Live Home Circuit is coming out. This, this is the, one we yeah. we talked about last week, where uh, you you essentially there's a camera on top of your car, you set the course up in your home, and you drive around a remote controlled car. It's for rich kids, um, yeah, it but it's still like 
it's a rich kid toy that I wish I was able to. Yeah, use it on your list? Is yeah. it going to be on your Christmas list from Santa, maybe? No, it's going to be way too expensive, and my kid would break it if I got it. Well, I mean, your Christmas list from Santa. But it, she would touch would it. Break it. Yeah, oh, like, okay. it, they're too cool. They look like little toy cars. Yeah, it's but, like, it's but like two games in one. You yeah, get they're very car? expensive. Don't touch it, and I don't want to be like the dad from the Lego movie. <laughs> Uh, on October 27th, World of Warcraft's newest expansion, Shadowlands, releases. Robbie, give yeah. us the lowdown. Uh, very excited for this one. Uh, you know, uh, Battle for Azeroth, which is just wrapping up, saw the uh, War Chief of the Horde, Sylvanas, basically uh, be like, peace out. Uh, screwed over everybody. Went up to the uh, Frozen Throne where the Lich King was. Defeated him. And everyone thought, oh my god, she's going to take the Lich King power for herself. And instead, she shattered his crown, which broke open the veil between the real world and the afterlife. Wow. And no one knows what she's doing. Are you following this, James? I feel like Robbie should have gave a spoiler alert because I don't know what he just said, but I'm sure there's plenty of gamers that understood every single word he yeah, just spit. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Uh, on the 29th, Watchdog Legions for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. This might be the first Watchdog game that I actually try out. This is, I'm going to sell you on it, James. All right, okay. right? You're essentially trying to, to organize and mobilize your own like hacker squad. Ooh. Every single NPC in this game, whether it is the guy at the hot dog stand or the old lady feeding the pigeons, can be recruited. Really? And when you send them on missions, if they die... They die permanently. Oh, man. Well, the, say goodbye to my army of pigeon women that I'm going to assemble <laughs> when I play Watch Dogs Legion. Gaming on a budget? We've got a game for free. Free 99! Checkpoint XP's free game of the week. Checkpoint XP has you covered with the free game of the week. Now, this week's free game of the week is an anime version oh, of anime. Breath of the Wild. Robbie, quiet down. Let Weird Weird explain. So this week, we are bringing you a game that has so much to do, people still don't know how long it's going to take to beat. This is Genshin Impact, free now on the PS4. Windborn Outlander, as you set off on your journey once again, you must remember that the journey itself has meaning. Defeating that monster might remove this strange wind current seal thingy around the Statue of the Seven. So Genshin Impact is a lot like, like I said, Breath of the Wild, or if you've played Nino Kuni, which is like a, a fairy tale RPG type game and everything. Um, it's you have a party of characters, and instead of like the old school Final Fantasy RPGs where they line up in a line and there's somebody across from them and they whack them and then go back and yeah, like, like, like turn based battles. Yeah, like this one is open world, meaning like it's like Grand Theft Auto to where you're running around with a sword and you're able to kill enemies and stuff in real time. Uh, and instead of having you don't have one person, you can swap in between all your different characters. Is there only one person battle. on the field at a time? Though? Yes. Okay. And so like it looks cool. Like I said, the art style. It was really, really interesting to be able to play. Um, it came out Monday morning on the PS4 for free again. Um, and it's it because it just came out so recently. There's not enough people that have like quote unquote beat it. I don't even know if like anybody has beaten this game as of the time of this recording right now because it's so new, so brand new. Um, but because of that, for free, why not get a game that could be, you know... Hours and hours and hours. Look, look, yeah. if, if this is anime, if it was Japanese-made, you're probably looking at at least 60 to 70 hours... At least. Uh, ...to be able to beat this. Um, 
man, I'm not. I'm just not into the anime stuff. I mean, I get it. Like, it's okay. It looks like again very similar to Breath oh, it looks of the beautiful. Wild. Yeah, yeah like it does. it's super it looks pretty. pretty. I'm not, I'm not going to try and deny that. Um, yeah. and you know, like I think it just shows like this is a game that they could have charged sixty dollars for. I'm sure. You know what I mean? But what they're doing is because it's such like things that you do in this world, you're also able to go online and interact with other people that are playing the game as well. They have like a World of Warcraft element to it the entire game isn't like you know thousands of people running around the same map but if you go online you're able to go online and either team up with people or fight them and, and skins to kill or them. other things that you can pay to download because uh, they gotta be they, they gotta be making money somehow uh no, i think uh probably free like skins but as of this recording still because people still haven't even discovered there's still things to be found out yeah like there's so much that we don't know about this game just because it's newer it looks crazy uh, it is a gotcha based game ah. so what that means is that probably either to get new equipment or like new weapons or maybe even new characters you have to essentially buy sort of like loot box based stuff oh. and then you get probably better gear for your characters out I of gotcha. that yeah that's that's how they get you I yeah, gotcha. uh, I gotta say, knowing that uh, does that change your opinion at all? It, it absolutely does. Uh, I mean, I, look, I've played gotcha games in the past, and they have definitely got me before. Uh, well, but, I'll tell you, you uh, know, the company that makes this game is a mobile game company. Yeah. So, like, originally, I think this was probably dreamt up as like a way that you can do it on your phone. You know, like the uh, the yep, games that it, you it pay. Is, it is yeah. on the Google Play Store as well. Ah, see, oh, so this is so crazy. So you can actually, I'm reading right now. So you can actually uh, play with people on mobile when you're on a PC. You know, James, imagine actually doing your homework on the free game of the week before the it's show. still so new. <laughs> I don't know. It's a brand new game, Robbie. You can only do so much work. Mm-hmm. Well, there's your free game of the week. Genshin Impact, you can play it right now for free on the PS4. But coming up next, last week, producer Callie took the crown from Robbie Landis. Yep, well-deserved, well-deserved. She, she has the crown now. Robbie, I think, might be back for some payback. We'll find out. He's going to find out, put us to the test to see if we are true gamers. That's coming up next on Checkpoint XP. Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off the Alamo. He's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness. How does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio. A Beasley esports product. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP. Your home for esports and gaming. You've got me, James Campbell. And joining me are Weird Beard. And someone who has officially wrapped up playing the Avengers. And has moved on to Far Cry New Dawn. Robbie Landis. That's right, I did. Uh, what? I, well, at, at least until uh, until the first DLC comes out, which I think is supposed to be the Hawkeye stuff uh, at the end of October. But otherwise, yes, my Avengers are all set to go until the next little bit comes out. Uh, I played Far Cry 5, which New Dawn is like sort of like a sequel to it at the end of Far Cry. Spoilers. It's like the post-apocalyptic uh, Far Cry, right? Yeah, nukes go off. Okay. And so then it's like, you know, 20 years later or whatever, you know, people kind of out and you have to deal with... Yeah, it's essentially Fallout, but everything isn't like a wasteland. So at the beginning of the year, I picked Avengers as one of my big games of the year. We're not talking year. about you, Weird Beer. I just want to know, <laughs> did I pick a good game for a big game of the year? Uh, I think that the Hawkeye DLC will be the test of it. It seemed like quite a few people bought it, but will they continue to play it is the big question. A result inconclusive, according to Robbie Landis. <laughs> Last week, Checkpoint XP producer Callie took the crown away from Robbie after she dominated the Mario-themed trivia contest. Well, it sounds like Robbie is back for some vengeance because he has a game designed to find out who here is a true 
gamer. Do you Robbie. guys uh, like how every time I lose the game, I come back the next week with another game? Do I like that you do that? No, I don't. <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm a little worried how this game is going to go. I'm very worried. No, so. you guys shouldn't be. This this you know what? This isn't going to turn out how you guys think it's going to turn out. Well, I hope right. I hope the results say that I am a true gamer. So, that's right. We're taking a little quiz here. I'm going to go around the room. Uh, I'm going to ask some questions, uh, pose some, uh, you know, uh, circumstances here. You guys are going to tell me. <laughs> He's going like, to put us in scenarios. Uh, yeah. Circumstances. Oh, yeah, put you in some scenarios. And you guys got to tell me, you know, and then we'll figure out based on the results whether or not at the end of this you're a true gamer. And those of you at home can uh, follow along with us as well. So, we're going to start out really easily here. Number one. Have you ever downloaded a game on your phone? Any game? Yeah, any game. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, same here, absolutely. Any, any that you like like playing, like you've really yeah. been grossed oh, yeah. in before? Yeah, PUBG Mobile, uh, the Call of Duty Mobile. PUBG solitaire. Mobile. I play yeah. a lot of Solitaire. Candy Crush. Stop. Stop. You're going to make me take points away from I do. You. I do take Solitaire seriously. I believe it. All right, I think Candy Crush is very serious, uh, that, that was an easy one. One point for everybody. We're all on the board here now. Yeah, Everybody's on the board. All right. Have you ever said you'd do something? Maybe it was a parent or it was a girlfriend or someone sent you a text or something, but been so engrossed in the game that you completely forgot about it. Oh, yes, absolutely. James? 100%, yes. <laughs> Has it ever gotten you in trouble at home? Um, sometimes. Uh, sometimes I forget to like, let, you, let I, the dog out and I got to pick up a turd. You I know? will absolutely just like... I, I I won't admit to it. I'll make up an excuse, but I've done it. <laughs> I'll just I'll lie You're badly. A terrible person. All right. Have you ever attended a midnight release for a game? This is hard. No. I what haven't. you haven't? Even have I you have done James? that. What game? Yes. Halo was it? OTSD. OTSD. Nice. That's, yeah. That's, that's when that came out, I, I went and got it at midnight release. Yeah. All no. Right. I, my parents were too strict on it, and then once I got older, I I was poor and couldn't afford uh, games. Well, so. uh, James, you and I pull ahead by one point in the Ooh. Are You a True Gamer quiz? All right. So next up, have you ever stayed up until the sun rises playing a game before? Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. It's been a long, long time. This is like. Junior high school uh, slumber parties. Mine too. You know what mine was? Sky or not Skyrim? It was uh, uh, Morrowind. Ah, one of the earlier like Elder Scrolls okay. games. I yeah. have done it in 2020. Yeah, you probably have done it over the weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you ever gotten a platinum trophy or 100 percent achievements? On a game. Yes. One of my first one was Spyro the Dragon. Which, really? Yes. I was able to play all the way through without a memory card. Wow. Good for you. Thank I have you. not accomplished that. Not, what? not once. No. I, I don't think I've gotten any platinum Mass trophies. Effect one, two, three, and Horizon Zero Dawn. There's probably been a few other ones. Those are the ones off the top of my head. Uh, Just well, a few. Just to name a few. <laughs> you, you are now tied. Nice flex, uh, All right. Robbie. Have you ever gotten into a fight over gaming with a significant other? Yes. Was it I because have. you had forgot to do something that they told you to do? No, it's um because like I like watching streamers. I, you know what I mean? Like it's I just enjoy it. And I've fought with previous girlfriends, even my current girlfriend, about how I'll turn on streamers playing as opposed to like TV shows sometimes, just to have on in the background. Mm-hmm. And they hate it, and I don't know why. Like mm-hmm. my current girlfriend now likes it, but what about what about you, James? Yeah. Not really, no. Gaming really? hasn't really led to many arguments, no. Interesting. Yeah. That actually surprises me. All right. Um, on our quiz here to see who here among us is a true gamer, the next question is, have you ever spent money on a game when you knew you probably shouldn't have, but you justified it by like, well, I'll just skip my coffee in the morning to balance it out? Yeah. How for often sure. does it happen? Not often, but often enough that I have confidence saying it. <laughs> like, I can think of a few times when I'm like, 
it's the end of the month. You're having to like, okay, I'm going to be really, you know, tight with my budget. (laughs) And then something comes up and you're just like, this doesn't count. It's okay. I still have it. Buying a pet in Among Us or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. What about you, James? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I do it way more often. Like, I'm at the point now where uh, in World of Warcraft, for example, every paycheck, I will drop 20 bucks on a WoW token. Wow. uh, Which you can sell those in-game, and that way people who don't actually have money to pay for their sub can use in-game gold that they've made to buy the token to get their next month of gaming free. And then this way, I don't have to go farm for gold. But uh, yeah, I I do that way more. Just drop $40 a month. Yeah. yeah, you don't farm for gold. You just pay forty dollars a month. Yeah, it. and then that doesn't count. You know, buying loot boxes if there's a new event out for Overwatch that I can't farm everything in time. Yeah, it can, it can get bad sometimes. All right, next question on the Are you a true gamer quiz? Have you ever been banned or timed out for trash talking in a game? I do. I have to answer this one. <laughs> okay, that's I've absolutely been muted. I don't believe that James. I have. Really? Yeah. Oh, look at you. I mean, if I what, what, if what I have, do, what do I have to learn from you here to not talk as much tra- like trash as I do? What what's the mantra you have that just stops? You I from mean, doing I st- it? I feel like I still talk trash, but maybe I'm talking trash to people that can take it and they don't report me. Maybe I'm playing with grown adults and not children. Oh. Weird. <laughs> that could be part of it. That's why I can't play Fortnite anymore. Yeah. All right, final question here. Final question. This is to find out who amongst us is a true gamer and who's faking it. What are the standings it? so far? And who's faking it? You'll find out here at the end. Oh, I gotta wait to the end. <laughs> yes. Who's Have faking it? Have you ever entered a competition for gaming and bonus points if you won? Ooh, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I gotta two points. Oh. Dos equis. No, I've never entered any competition for gaming. Never? No, there was one time I was trying to play Mario Kart to meet the Deftones back when the Nintendo GameCube did like the Nintendo GameCube uh-huh. or the Nintendo Fusion Tour and the Deftones were headliners. But that, w- that day, they were not holding the contest. So oh. I did not get to enter it. Oh, I'm I got to play sorry. Mario Kart, but I didn't. Well, but not it. Guys, yeah. uh, let me tell you and those of you at home that if you answered yes to a single one of these questions, you are, in fact, a true gamer. Oh, that's, that's, oh. Uh, that's heartwarming right there. We now. are yeah. all true gamers. But oh, for those man. of you wondering, uh, James had five, Weirdbeard had nine, Robbie had ten. So at least amongst us, I am the truest of gamers. Of and course. so if you want to be able to find out if any of your friends are also true gamers, we're going to put this quiz up on our website at CheckpointXP.com. Send it out to a couple of your friends, uh, and then don't tell them that everybody's really a true gamer. Everyone's a true gamer. <laughs> Great game, Robbie. Did that, that end how you thought it would? It did not end how I thought it was. <laughs> but again, was I, shocking got, I, I got the most points, so I'm still the reigning Well, champion. that didn't shock me, okay, but cool. the heartwarming part. From the high highs. An absolute monster. To the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. All right, you heard our nailed it earlier when a streamer did a speed run of Mario Odyssey using a Dance Dance Revolution gamepad. Well, our failed it goes out to the now infamous Leffen who said streaming is harder work than doing a normal job. While that may be up for debate considering how much work some streamers put into staying on top of the charts, Leffen claimed he'd rather flip burgers if it paid the same. So what happened was Leffen, uh, who's part of the organization TSM, he's a Super Smash Brothers competitor, he's semi-pro. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, so he, was, he tweeted out originally that people who stream as a full-time job 
have it harder than most other jobs. And then people started interacting with him. He actually trended on Twitter. I was going to say, that, that claim right there on its own, I don't think that it's true or false. Because obviously, you know, there are some people who have crappy jobs, some people who like their jobs. As someone who, for a three-month period, uh, streamed Every single night from when I got home to when I went to sleep, then I go to work the next day. I will say that uh, what I was doing streaming wise was harder work than working retail. And so he actually deleted the tweet that got ratioed so hard. It had 500 likes and 2,200 replies from people that were pretty upset about it. And what he said was, if I could make the same money as doing as flipping burgers at McDonald's, I would absolutely do it over streaming what? if no, I was able to make the same wouldn't. amount of money. No, no way. There's no way. All right, all right, look. Where I think maybe maybe what he was trying to say, although, again, this doesn't make sense with him saying he'd rather do it, is I do think that streaming is a preferable job because you get to play games all day. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. He, yeah. Whereas if you're, like, working retail, you might have, like, a really crappy boss. You have to put up with Karens every day asking to speak to the manager, coughing in your face because you have to wear a mat. Like... Working in retail and other jobs can definitely be really, really bad. Like he said, he literally, he tweeted, I gave up my soul and my body to be able to do this job. Like, okay, relax. You're not working in like African salt mines it somewhere. Sounds like he's, he struck a deal with Satan and then he, now he's a sex worker. And, and he, say, he, he also here's tw- also the difference, right? If you really feel like you would give your soul to stream, that was your choice. You could have stopped streaming at any moment and A, just been an FGC competitor because he's one of the greats, too, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm correct. He's, he's decent, but I mean, he or also... he could have just went out and got a normal job. Yeah, he also tweeted, uh, the work of doing of doing 12-hour days for a game you didn't enjoy, playing it in front of thousands of people is far worse than working a minimum wage job 40 hours a week where I could turn my brain off if I would have gotten paid the same amount, which he doesn't, like, justify because guess what, dude? You wouldn't have gotten paid the same amount if, like, you worked 12 hours at McDonald's and 12 hours of streaming every day. You're going to make so much more money streaming than you would working a minimum wage job too if you're successful because there are some people that do put in that work and they don't make minimum wage coming up we asked on social media over at checkpoint xp on twitter and facebook what game can you not watch someone else play without wanting to take over it yourself i'd also like to point out too that weird beard had a little bit of a a, a fun night talking to people on social media about anime any sure he's gonna want to share with us as well all right we got that and more coming up next on checkpoint xp Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Weird Beard, Robbie Landis, and someone that finally made it into the WWE Thunderdome, me, James Campbell. You finally were able to get in. You got yes, bumped I, last time. Yeah, last time I got bumped, I finally made it into the virtual audience. So, this, so what is pretty it, cool. What does that mean? Do they have like screens in the audience, like little TVs that your face Yeah, so if you're watching, on? yeah, if you're watching the show on TV, you potentially could have seen my face in the background in the crowd that's so watching dumb. wrestling how I'm dare sorry, you how dare you robbie so that's what everybody's doing now with zoom like yeah that you can't have fans in real life there you might as well do it oh. over this is a modern day fix to the covid19 situation where modern. you can't assemble in big groups of people robbie modern yeah. problems require modern solutions congratulations and i am part James. of the modern solution yeah uh-huh now how did a popular game get its sequel canceled in less than a month of it being announced and why isn't that a bad thing that's coming up, but first, it's time for this. Hey! Oh! The guy is unreal. My goodness! Here's another esports gaming update with Robbie Landis on Checkpoint XP Radio. 
Konami and the GOG storefront made a pretty cool announcement this past week. The legendary Metal Gear Solid series is being released on PC. That includes the 1987 Metal Gear, 1999 Metal Gear Solid, and the 2001 Metal Gear Solid 2. They'll also be re-releasing the Konami Collector Series, Castlevania, and Contra Collection. All this available on GOG. Do any of those Metal Gear games hold up, you think? Like, it's you said, what, eight, Ooh. Not, 88? Ooh, yeah. 88, uh, 98? 87 is the year I was born. Yeah, even like, uh, I mean, they're probably like classic, look, legendary games. I'm not taking anything away from it's, them. It's hard to say because here's the problem. I think there are a lot of people who don't think that something like Final Fantasy VII holds up either, even though it totally does. Uh, so, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think it depends on if you played them back in the day and how strong your love for the nostalgia is. Yeah, I agree. It's got to be a nostalgia kick because, uh, like, 1999 Metal Gear Solid, I played it, but I'm not. I was going to say, I, I've, <laughs> played, I've played bits of it before, and mm-hmm. I wasn't really all that into well, it like at the, the same the time. The games that are all so. sneaking around and stuff, you know, I'm not huge into that, but I know I've beaten it because I remember having to look up how to beat the game online back in 1999. Mm, cheater. It seems every <laughs> week we get a new rumor or announcement regarding a video game property being made into a movie. This time it's Sega, and the game in question they're hoping to make into a movie is Yakuza. But to me, that seems like a pretty safe choice for a movie. Like, it would just be a gang war movie, right? It's like when I hear that, that they're making yeah. Call of Duty into a movie, I'm like, that's I, I don't know that that's really a video game movie. Just, You're just making a war movie. Yeah, I, I think, like, especially for this game, the story is okay you know what i mean like there is a story there it's not like there's my girlfriend is currently playing through the yakuza game and every time i walk in i expect to see like some gang stuff going down and she's like doing karaoke or ddr or fishing or playing a race car that's why people like that yes it's it's a lot like grand theft auto like yes there's a world yes there's a story but the reason that so many people love it is for the non-story things that you're just capable and able to do in these open world games i don't think i don't think that that's going to translate well to film now So you're not buying a movie ticket, huh, Robbie? No. So this next uh, story here is a little not safe for work, but don't worry because I'm going to keep it as PG as possible. Apparently there was a fan-created game out there featuring Princess Peach from the Mario universe, and it was called Peach's Untold Tale. And it involved Peach running around in a Mario game, just like you would, you know, jumping around doing platforming stuff. But in between that, uh, Peach got it on. Uh, with various characters and creatures from the Mario world. And, like she was uh, intimate with yep, Mario characters, yep. really? Explicitly so. What? Uh, Nintendo has finally taken legal action to get the game taken down after eight years. Why? Why would they take it down? This sounds like a blast. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd play it. You get an opportunity. I would, I would also say because uh, they're re-releasing so many Mario things right now, Nintendo's super litigious. They're known uh, for being extremely the, litigious. But, but the biggest surprise about this is that the creator uh, thought that a, a lot of the stuff involved with this was basically covered under, like, parody. Nah, no, you can't, it doesn't matter because people see Peach as a part of Nintendo. You can't just be like, oh, that's just a character you happen to own. I'm just saying, own. there's like, there's there's porn of all sorts of games I'm out there. I'm just that... very sad that for the last eight years you I could have played Peach, that. the porno princess game. Okay, here's a real, real reason to be sad. Because it's the end of an era, and I'm not talking about the PlayStation 4 or the Xbox One. Farmville, the popular app-paced game that wrangled in millions of non-traditional and probably traditional gamers alike, is finally closing down. This is due to the Adobe Flash no longer being supported by internet browsers starting in 2021. 
Farmville is going kaput. That's I will crazy. also say that Farmville is the herpes of Facebook, and the reason that we've gotten to like where Facebook is as a trash pit today started with Farmville. If I remember, like before that. It was still mainly a networking site for like college. You had to yeah. have an, an edu email yeah, to be able to school, sign up. Uh, school email, and now it's like as soon as Farmville came, and you started getting requests from like people that weren't college students and whatnot. That's when it was like people, uh, people, friends requesting people just so they could send you requests from Farmvilles to get themselves more stuff to play more Farmville. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The Xbox team is upping the stakes for the Game Pass even more. If you sign up between now and the end of October. You can get two free months of anime via Funimation. Now, this perk can only be redeemed via the Xbox console or the mobile app. You cannot get it through PC. How does that make you feel, Rick? I th- again, I think they're just they're going all in on cloud gaming. Like the more that you're able to do that, and I mean, this it, isn't even cloud gaming. This is more the Game Pass stuff right here. No, I, but I'm, if they get you in their ecosystem, right, mm-hmm. of doing Game Pass stuff, and then eventually they move to cloud gaming and so everything. They're using the anime as a little lure to get it, you in there. It doesn't. They just want bodies oh, in the oh, building. Gotcha. It doesn't matter what gets you in. Are you right? doing it for the free anime? I don't know. Maybe I think it's really going to come down. I, I'm not familiar with what they're offering. You know what I mean? It, basically, it seems like free membership to Funimation for two months. I'd consider it. I'd <laughs> ki- I may not say yes, but it would be a hard decision. All right. So a few months ago, some technical mumbo jumbo uh, has been keeping xCloud Gaming and Stadia from being used on Apple iOS devices because of the terminology used in the App Store. But you will soon be able to play those games on your iPhone anyhow, not through cloud gaming, though. It is a remote play that is being sent from your Xbox directly to your phone. So this is an app that you'll be able to download on the iPhone that will power on your Xbox at home and then send the game to your phone. You can, I believe you can already do this with PlayStation uh, 4. I think they already have a remote play feature. Okay. But it essentially streams gameplay from your Xbox directly to your phone or your tablet so you can play wherever you want. On Am the I go. the only one where this, this seems so complicated? Yeah. Okay. Like, it seems like the most complicated way to try to play a video game. Yeah, like, I'd like I, I'm still a fan of, like, okay, here's a disc. I put the disc in, even yeah. if there's load times, and it's like the disc runs the thing. You don't need an internet connection. Yeah. It just plays. I need a phone, then I need an app that opens up another app that well, will then open up my PlayStation. It. Imagine if you wanted to play Realm Royale right now. Oh, man, you know I do. But your Xbox is at home. <laughs> I know, imagine so I got to wait till I get home. Imagine being able to flip open your phone and play it right now. Well, then, well, forget doing the show then. Yeah, just play. yeah what are you guys talking about? You guys about? want that? You think that's cool. a good idea when all I'm doing is ruling rule the realm? Oh, uh, I don't know if you'd be the ruling the realm, but okay. <laughs> that's it for the Checkpoint XP Gaming News Update. For more, head on over to our website, CheckpointXP.com. All right, Robbie, thank you so much for that update. Now, Weird Beard has been obsessed with a new game recently. In fact, all of Twitch has had their minds preoccupied with who is acting the most sus. On a spaceship. That's fine. And I think that means sus- suspect? Su- yeah. Suspicious. Oh, suspicious. Oh, yeah. suspicious? All right. Weird, weird. What is Among Us, and how did the just-announced sequel already get canceled if it's doing so well? So Among Us was a game actually released two years ago. Uh, in interviews with the directors uh, recently, they actually said that for a long time, there wasn't even enough people online to be able to have a match because you need 10 people to be able to play a game of this. So what it is, is it's a lot like um, there's different forms of this game for a long time. Everyone's actually probably heard of this game. My aunt tries to get us to play it at like family get togethers. Uh, We call it werewolf. It's been called mafia. Yeah. Mafia. Yeah. And like what it is, is it's a group of 10 people. Two of them are bad people, but nobody else in the group knows that they're the bad people. So only the bad people know that they're bad. Yes. And they go around killing or like taking out the other eight people and the, the, 
the non-bad people have to figure out who the bad. Yeah. Okay. Two bad. So, so there's, you there's two kill- bad eggs that are sabotaging yes. stuff. So yes. you want to kill everybody before someone basically like finds a dead body, calls a meeting, and then everyone has to argue, hey, this is who I found dead. Person dead isn't allowed to say anything, and then you have to argue who you think it is, and then you oh, vote. Kind of like clue, yeah. almost a little bit and like it, clue, it, a little bit, and then it turns into manipulation. Because if you're the bad guy, you're gonna want to frame everybody else and be like, there "What was, were you doing?" There and- was one game where I had just cut somebody in half as another player walked in. So they caught me red-handed. Mm-hmm. I reported the body before they could, and I was like, I just caught so-and-so oh. red-handed. They had the oh. and they're like, no, I just walked in and saw you, and I was able to convince everybody that I wasn't the killer. Now, the uh, unfortunate part is after it airlocks somebody out, like it tells you they were not the imposter. So at that oh. point, everybody knows, because I just argued at that, point. that it was probably me. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting and fun well, game. Note to self, don't play Among Us with Robbie. Yeah, uh, uh, but it's like the right now, it's the largest game, I think, on Twitch. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Casually, at yeah. least. But uh, Among Us 2, because of obviously the, the popularity of this was announced, yeah. and now they've said that they're actually canceling Among Us 2, and instead... All of the stuff that they were going to put into the sequel, they're instead just going to put into the original game. Because I guess I guess the reasoning was they looked at it and like, all the stuff that we want to do with the original game, the code is so like dense and outdated. Yeah. We thought it'd be better to make a brand new one. Yeah, start from scratch. But now they've decided if they were to do that, they'd possibly be splitting their player base. And so many people love the game as it is. They're like, we're going to commit to basically trying to rework and redo the code and fitting everything we can into this original game. Wow, do you think which, that's a, a better move to well, do? Well, here's the reason why is they're, they're a small gaming studio. you got to remember, this just kind of blew three, up out of there nowhere There are three on people, one coder and two artists. So, oh, like, wow. there's... Wow. Yeah, exactly. So this blew up out of nowhere, and they've had crazy trouble trying to, like, get the servers up to speed mm-hmm. and be able to support all these people playing. And it's like, you look at it, and it probably took them... Forever to be able to develop Among Us. There were more translators by about, I think, five times than there were people who made the game. And this is what I'll say. I do, I do think this is actually a better move because now a people don't have to reinvest in the game. They don't have to buy a brand new game, yep. which I think will garner free will. But to anybody out there who's playing Among Us, what I would say is that you know developers like this, especially small ones, they deserve every penny you are willing to give them so any sort of dlc or little like costumes or pets or anything that they add you know just cosmetic wise yeah buy 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 invest in small developers like this before they get bought up by the eas and the activisions of the world well looking for a hit game that you might have missed maybe something that's easy to get into and worth the time well then we have a great gaming recommendation coming up in just a bit but first amazon has entered the cloud gaming scene what's cloud gaming and will the luna platform change anything that's next on Checkpoint XP. Stop blowing my mind! We're rolling with continuous esports on the only show for esports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness. Around. No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging with me, James Campbell, along with a weird beard, and someone who has been impatiently counting down the days until Cyberpunk 2077 is finally released. Robbie Landis. Uh, I, I can't take it. Like, anytime someone talks about Cyberpunk 2077, you get all like, excited, you get all giddy. No, actually, it's it's the opposite because really? I'm trying to distract myself because I don't want to think about it coming uh, because nothing is measuring up to what that's hopefully going to be. So I just, I get so upset. I just want it to be November already. Yeah, ah. I think, like, is there anything that you've been more, like, just sitting and anticipating in your life over? 
I don't think so, no. Wow. No. <laughs> so would this, uh, would this be the most anticipated game for you, Robbie Landis, this yes, year? Yes, easily, hands down. This, your life? Maybe. What if I told you Yoshi Cookie Factory number three was coming out? I, I, I wouldn't care. It wasn't that great a game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. A new contender has entered the cloud gaming atmosphere. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? Uh, You see that? Well, more importantly, what exactly is cloud gaming? Robbie, can you help explain this? I can help explain this, yes. Uh, Cloud gaming, in a nutshell, at least what it's being most applied to right now, is being able to just pick up and play a game no matter where you are, no matter when you are, without having to worry about downloading, installing, or the specs on whatever it is that you're playing. Wow, it sounds so the like idea, gaming of the future. It is. That's exactly what it is. The idea is that somewhere else in the world, there are servers that are the best possible computers they could possibly be. They would run the game and then just stream what you would be seeing to your computer, to your smartphone, to your tablet. So imagine being able to play Cyberpunk 2077 on your tablet, which should never be able to run or fit a game that big, but again, the game is actually being ran somewhere else entirely and then beamed directly to you. So uh, one, of the, one of the strengths of this is that first, whatever you're playing on, you don't have to worry about downloading all that stuff, right? But the sort of downside that we're still kind of seeing right now is what is that going to end up doing to uh, internet bills? Being able to, you know, having to beam oh, all that of data. that stuff, yeah. constantly streaming it to you. Right. So the reason that we're talking about this is obviously the two big players in the game right now is Google Stadia and Microsoft's xCloud. But Amazon has also just announced their cloud gaming platform, Luna. And I'm just, look, I'm at the point where... For me, I don't think that there's enough in it for me to do this. I have plenty of room on all of my consoles that I don't have to worry about how big the install size is, right? I'll take the 15 minutes, 20 minutes to install it in there. And because uh, Apple and I believe Android as well aren't allowing these cloud-based streaming services on their app stores, you can't even use it to play on your phone or your app yet. So, I mean, who's really using these right now? You know what this feels a lot like? It feels a lot like earlier in the year. Remember when everybody was announced? announcing a Valorant team left and right like over a small period of time mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We don't know if this is going to be the future. We didn't know if Valorant was going to be the future of esports. We don't know if, you know, cloud gaming, although people are saying, yes, it's eventually going to get there, if that's going to pay off big. But everybody just wants to get in right now in case it does because you're likely to lose more money by not getting involved in cloud gaming. It's going to cost them more to try to catch up than to just kind of be involved. You at least need to be ready to go. Yes. And so like you just see a lot of these uh, like companies just launching the platforms getting ready to do it. Or Mm -hmm. you know what's an even better analogy is like all the streaming platforms like how NBC has the Peacock and stuff now too. That's better. Um, Like they you just got to get in that it's one thing that I think within the next two years Every company that produces games of some sort is going to announce a cloud streaming in one way or another. We have a caller here who wants to share his thoughts on cloud gaming. Hey, it's Steve from Livonia. Um, I am a super fan of cloud gaming, but I am so sick of it being done wrong. I think it's not there yet, but I am so excited for when it does happen all right steve I just, question yeah. first though who is do- yeah. nobody's doing it right right now who's the closest person doing it like almost right i think nvidia is doing it really well really um, through their android platform I- i've actually enjoyed it because like it's not just 
the games that they're putting up. Like it allows me to play some other third party games. Like I've played World of Warcraft through Nvidia system. Okay, before, that's interesting. And you See- can't. Yeah, so you yeah. can't play it through Stadia. Yeah, see, that, that's what I was about to ask. Was first of all, where where is the experience that you've had so far? Have you tried Stadia or or, or uh, X Cloud at all, or has it just been Nvidia? Uh, so no, I have Nvidia. I I've been with Stadia since the beginning. Like I mm-hmm. actually was at GDC when they announced Stadia. I was like in the crowd and I was super hyped and like I saw the you know like flips between the phone and the tablet and the TV. Super excited and then just. You know, when I got mine, I'm like, this is not what they promised. Yeah, see, see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, you're right. Being able to pick up an Xbox console, jump into Game Pass, and then just play whatever you want when you want and not having to worry about installing and downloading everything, I think that's probably the only applicable market uh, application for it right now. All right. Yeah, and especially, especially, it, it, it's not even there because it doesn't even work. It only works on Android. So, like, that's a huge detractor for a lot of people, too. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Steve. We appreciate it. Can't be bothered to play new games as they come out. I've been hearing about this Skyrim thing. Is that worth buying? For gamers behind the times, it's the patient gamer. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. Now, each week, Weird Beard and Robbie bring us a new game to check out that we might have otherwise missed. So, what have we got this week, Weird Beard? This week is a an absolute steal for $10. It's the Jack and Daxter Collection. All three Jack and Daxter games that you need to catch up on right now. I swear, that's the last time I ever, ever touch any stupid precursor crap! So there we were. Weapons bristling under rumbling hoods. You talking to me? Yeah, you talking to him? So Jack and Daxter is a... Controversial opinion, possibly the best platformer trilogy that exists out there. Uh, It follows a previously mute main character and his best friend, Daxter, who's transformed into an Otzel, which is a half otter, half weasel. Uh, And it's a platformer. So, like, in the first game, you have to collect, like, little orbs and stuff and go around, and it's a cutesy world. And Look, it's it's, it's your classic uh, sort of Spyro the Dragon or Crash Bandicoot or Mario you're just running around exploring these fantastical worlds. Uh, the original Jack and Daxter uh, actually came out back in 2001. I remember. Wow. But yeah, this was a um, PS2 game. Yeah, no, it, it, it was great. Honestly, this this is an excellent game to be able to play uh, with your kids, whether they're young or teenagers. This is like sort of right up their alley. Uh, Jack 2 was probably the best. This is actually where he starts talking. Uh, so the story kind of opens up a little bit more. It also has, and not in a... Uh, bad way uh, a grand theft auto almost vibe to it because you can like take cars out and stuff like that as well uh really really great game this this is one of the ones that i'm actually afraid to go back and try and re-play uh for fear that my nostalgia might be getting the best of me Uh. i mean but so like if we go through how long to beat most people have logged that it takes 79 hours to collectively beat all of the three games and just like okay, most, all three games, it's yes. like 79 hours. That's a long time, but there's three games involved. And that's so. for like full completion stuff. Um, and then also like most trilogies, it, the, the storylines tend to get darker as the 
as the series goes on. So like the first one is the most lighthearted, bright colors, everything's fun, and you're yeah. Just I think jumping the first around. one is literally just hey, let's go collect the the buried treasure somewhere or something like that. Yeah, close to that. And then as they go on, it turns into like an evil company is trying to take over the world, and they're gonna kill the planet if you don't stop the. Oh bad. no! Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, well, there's your patient gamer recommendation: the Jack and Daxter collection. You get all three Jack and Daxter games for only ten dollars. Coming up. We asked on social media at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook, what game can you not watch someone else play without wanting to take over yourself? We'll talk about your answers when Checkpoint XP returns. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Overwatch League is drawing towards its exciting finale this year. In a year marred by COVID-19, the best teams in the world will be making their way to South Korea for the finals. Teams that qualify will need to quarantine for two weeks before being allowed to compete at the beginning of October. The LCS summer split has drawn to a close, and with teams now qualified, we are officially on the road to Worlds. This year's event will be taking place in a bubble in Shanghai, as teams from all over the world will remain in quarantine throughout the month of October. Vietnam has elected not to participate. ESL Season 12 has officially kicked off in Counter-Strike Global Offensive. All matches this season will be played online due to ongoing concerns with, you guessed it, COVID-19. Qualifiers for the RLCS X Fall Major will be going on throughout the month of September. No word yet on when the Fall Major itself will take place. The November 6th Siege Major has been replaced by a regional competition that will be held online. North American competition starts November 13th. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website at CheckpointXP.com. Get in the game. What are we witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. I'm James Campbell, and with me is Robbie Landis. And the only member of Checkpoint XP to consider getting a TSA strip search on his way back from Boise, the same as getting some weird beer what? i mean sometimes listen uh, you, you didn't even have you, to offer him s'mores no and you know what you do you just carry a little bit of a, a one of those small water bottles and you put it in your back pocket yeah you're like oh that you mean that liquid back there i just can't get it out what do you guys think about it oh wow <laughs> wow you really know how to get picked up at the airport <laughs> you're just shaking your wow. head wow <laughs> We asked on social media over at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook, what is a game you can't watch someone else play without wanting to take over yourself? We're going to talk about our answers here first, and then we're going to talk about some of your responses. I would say, for me, it's like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I know it's it's really? weird. but <laughs> when people weird. So when you get to the certain characters where you have certain techniques to beat them, uh-huh. and they can't do it, and you try to explain it to them, and they still do it wrong, like I just want to rip that control right out of their hands. And take over. Or what about you, Weird Beard? I bet this is something you don't have a lot of experience with because I feel like you watch a lot of streamers. Yeah, and like... And I feel like that's kind of the opposite of, of this. Yeah, I feel bad. I, I would be a bad backseater. You know what I mean? Really? Like, in certain games. In certain games where it's like I watch one streamer who consistently plays like the card games, like deck building games. Uh-huh. And he's just an idiot. And so it's like you... When you make, <laughs> wow. when you make consistent errors and issues, like... And the like com- he's not choosing the right meta cards. Yeah, and like the comments are just filled with like, oh, the egg is cracked. He's gone insane. This man is like absolutely just lost it. That's how I feel a lot of times of just being like, oh no, please play the game right. Please just stop, stop being bad. I just <laughs> like it, it. Really like it triggers like oh like OCD kind of mm-hmm. elements with, with some of these games. Yeah, yes. uh, for me, I, I I actually prior to this incident, don't think that I would have had 
uh, uh, something to answer on this, but at the same time, I also think it's the reason I don't watch a lot of streamers. But uh, when I first met my girlfriend, we were going to play a game together. We are going to play Final Fantasy IX. It's an RPG. So I'm like, here, I've mm-hmm. already played it. So you play it. You go ahead. You go through and do it. And in an RPG, it's important to talk to everybody, right? Because sometimes yeah. they can give you clues to things, secrets. There could be, like, you know, secret things. And actually, right in the beginning of Final Fantasy IX, if you go around in some of the, like, the weeds and bushes, there are items hidden in there. So I'm like, oh, make sure you go over there and get that. Oh, make sure you go, no, no, a, a little bit more to the left. No, here, let me, just, 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 just let me tap. And I ended up playing through it, <laughs> which, which was fine, because apparently she likes to actually just, like, watch people play games. But, but now that I think about it, I think that might be one of the reasons I don't watch a lot of streamers. I can only watch competitive games like Overwatch or Where something. you wouldn't be right. able to do it. Where I know. I know I could not do any of that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it's an interesting question. Uh, we, we got a few answers here uh, that we'll talk about before we let <laughs> Weird Bit of Here talk about anime. Anime. He hijacked uh, our Twitter over the weekend and just talked about nothing but anime. But uh, Danielle says, Pokemon, not the main game, but competitive battling. I like to tell my opponents how they could improve their team and how they should play in order to beat me. And it makes me so proud to see them win against me. Now that, that actually, I think that's very wholesome, first of all. But I wonder if that's the way that it comes across in the game itself. Because I feel like if I was playing against someone and they're telling me, here's how you could beat me. Doesn't that seem kind of condescending to you guys? Um, yes and no, but like if you know that you're stomping them and you're just trying to help them out because it's like, hey, this is a mistake that you know you can maybe fix in the future going forward, uh-huh. or to give them more of a challenge, you know? Maybe I, I mean, because it's like it's like chess, right? Like chess masters, I assume that play against each other would be like, oh, see, you fell for my trap. Here's next time, don't do this type of a thing. But it could also just be being a jerk. Like, I, I, I would see both ways. I was going to say, I, I, I think that we've come to a place in gaming where even innocuous things that shouldn't be insults are seen that way. For example, in Overwatch, GGEZ, good game, it was easy. That That's like an insult now. It's where Blizzard made it. So if you put that in, the game will automatically change it to something else. Like, oh, you know, I wish I could stay and play long, but my, my mom's sending me to bed. So it turns into an insult back at themselves. So I don't know. I just, whenever anyone says anything to me in gaming, I just always assume that they're being mean about it. Uh, And then the other one that came from Brandon, which says literally every game. Come on, Brandon. Every game? Literally every single game. Brandon can play it better than you can. Wah, 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 wah. Is he related to you, Robbie? He is not. Is this your long lost cousin? Uh, I mean, it could be. Your brother from another mother? Cousins in every state, but probably not. Oh, wow. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. Now, over the weekend, Weird Beard had some time on the plane, and I guess he took over the Checkpoint XP social media, and he started uh, doing some conversations about anime. I couldn't, I couldn't change the password fast enough. And, oh, man. But I tweeted out, I want to talk anime, how many weebs follow us? And if you're a weeb and want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Checkpoint XP, and we had so many people chime in. Real quick, I, what yeah. is a weeb? Uh, weeaboo. It's like a person from a Western culture that like obsesses over- So it's not a hairpiece. No. no. It's, it's, it, it's, it's slang. It just means that you live here in America, but you're super into Japanese culture. In fact, they also have uh, a similar term for people in Japan who obsess over Western culture. They call them Westaboos. Westaboos. Yes. Okay, lots of boos. So we had uh, one tweet from at me, myself, and Bill. He said, I'll put it simple. I come from the dark ages of anime. Before your crunchy role in internet reviews, you'd go to media play and buy a random anime and hope it wasn't terrible. It always was. <laughs> Stick to classics, Ninja Scroll, Cowboy Bebop, and Berserk. Trust nothing else. Uh, me, myself. 
myself and Bill is actually our uh, third person that won with us in the Apex tournament last really? week. Really? Yeah. All right. That's one of your squad mates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I asked uh, our producer Callie after she tweeted in, what are the three most important anime any fan should watch in their lifetime? She replied, Princess Mononoke, Cowboy Bebop, and Dragon Ball Z slash Sailor Moon. Have you watched any of those, James? No. Not I've even heard, Dragon not, Ball Z? I mean, I've or seen, Sailor Moon? Like, I've those, seen those an are episode like, or whatever. I've seen pictures of Sailor Moon. I've seen <laughs> cosplayers dress as uh-huh. Sailor Moon. Uh, I want to, by the way, give a quick shout out uh, to Callie, who has today off, well-deserved, well-earned, uh, after a 12-hour marathon uh, yesterday raising money uh, for the Trevor tre- uh, the Trevor Project. I believe that they raised just over $9,000. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. Super. So we uh, we also tweeted out, uh, do you watch subbed or dubbed anime? Subbed is subtitles. Dubbed is uh, English voices instead of the Japanese oh, voices. Oh, why would you watch the uh, the sub? Because if you like the voices and because you like it's the it's style. Because it's not as great. It's, it's not as true. pure. It's true. Come on. Um, it's stupid. Look, sub- I, I watch dubbed everything. I can't even watch like normal subtitle films outside of anime. Not because I'm against it one way or the other, Lazy. but I always multitask. I just don't like stuff. Reading. Uh, you are a multitasker. Reading Robbie. is fine, but I have three monitors up. I can't just watch, and if it's if it's subtitles, I can't do other stuff while I'm consuming media. Well, that's what Dominic at TC Gamer tweeted at us. He said, subbed if I'm actively watching, dubbed if it is background while I'm doing other things like cooking, cleaning, studying, or playing video games. Um, we also tweeted, what is the anime that got you into anime? Chuck Bean tweeted in, the original Voltron was technically an anime, so I guess that. Have you seen Voltron? Uh, maybe I've seen an episode. They, they, even have, they even have the new Voltron on Netflix that has like seven or eight seasons. It's apparently really, really good. Uh, we tweeted out also because these were like I just wanted to ask questions to people. Just into you were any- bored in the terminal. I you was. needed something to do. Uh, if you had to live inside of a single anime series, what one are you picking? Uh, at the daring pastry tweeted at us. As a kid, it was one hundred percent Tenchi Muyo's home. All the characters were really likable. Maybe had a slight crush on Ryoko. So Tenchi Muyo was it was an anime about one guy. It was a harem anime, wasn't it? He, he had like oh. there was ten women that all loved him and all wanted to be with him, and they lived together. In I think a that's house, the so. anime I want to live in. Too. <laughs> it's gonna go home and look up Tenchi Muyo. Yeah, right let me now. write that one down. How do you spell that? Uh, Tenchi Muyo. Uh, so we talked to Emma Fife, who's actually a uh, host on Ven, uh, a TV, uh, TV network, asked her what anime opening will forever get you hyped. She responded, Hunter the or Hunter x Hunter and the, uh, what's the other one that she said? She said the original Helsing was so good. So, I mean, we've had tons of people that uh, loved our anime stuff, and I think, James, the next step is to get you to start on your, like, we just need you to get one episode. Yeah. i got to start on my my anime journey? Yeah, like, we'll put you on Cowboy Bebop, we'll put you on... Cowboy like, Bebop's probably uh, a safe bet. Yeah, I hear that, that one I, I think a lot like tw- from a lot of people. There's like 12 episodes, you know, it, it basically stayed just long enough to be good, and that was it. Attack so. on Titan is about giant uh, humans that you cut up and everything like that. And, and they're ooh. naked. And the, the final season is premiering uh, later next year. But you can watch the first three seasons now. Oh well, Attack on Titan sounds good. Cabo Bebop sounds interesting. Maybe I'll, I'll have to check it out. If you want to chat with Weird Beard about anime-related things, shoot him a tweet uh, at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook. That's gonna do it for this episode. Thanks for listening to us on your radio station. A big thank you to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and producer Callie for helping put this episode together. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Checkpoint XP. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll talk to you again on the next level.